þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Counting up to seven deadly sins, Glenn, greed, sloth, rat. It takes until rat yeah, for you to get there. Yeah, sloth. It, it's, I'm almost there in, in sloth, then it's rat, rat. And it's not even. I mean, I can do uh, I can do like miniature uh, impressions, and then they just. Of who? Uh, I can do. Um, well, what was the one I could do again? One Icelandic. Uh, uh, celebrities like Björn Jörundur saying like this <coughs> and it's not even it sounds a like a person throwing up or every Japanese person about to speak yes well you uh, insulted uh, a race and one Icelandic celebrity in one go right? yeah, yeah. Yes. that's quite special yes yes only you can you do can you do Pavel Oscar I can't. You can't. I, it's, I, you can do it, and you can do it very well. And uh, it seems like an th- obvious thing, but I don't have like the I don't have like the impressionist uh, skills. Can sense. you do accents? Because remember, we've discovered our friend Bilgir, who definitely exists, can't do accents. She can't do accents. I can try. I, I mean, I just, just I can. I can. Because every time I she can tries, sometimes talk like I'm, I'm from some part of the U.S. And, That's pretty good. Uh, uh, and it varies, so when I keep on talking, I just travel from the, state to state. The W is a giveaway. The W is a giveaway it, it, because it my varies. because my ancestors were white kings, and it's stuck <laughs> in my genes. The confusion between between the Wees and the W. You do an incredible Norwegian impersonation. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, there is uh, also a lot of uh, Norwegian blood inside my body. And the, uh, that's the remnants of the old Viking era, which is also a bit Scottish. It is a little bit. It's a bit Scottish. That's, that was good. Uh, and and Irish, my lad. Diddly-dee potato. Diddly-dee And then there is the German accent. Which where always the... sounds like Werner Herzog whenever you do German. When is the... Where is... Yeah, this is Werner Herzog. <laughs> In as a Nazi interrogating you about the microfilm. Okay. Where is the microfilm? <laughs> I I do not believe in the existence of an actual microfilm, but I will continue interrogating you about it until your ears will bleed. It's very good. So you can do impersonation. I can do I can do well actually now because I am recovering from cold, I can this is the best best um, Herzog I've done since like I was because when I was in Werner Herzog school, rogue film school, uh, all That's of us... That's right, you, you were taught by him. Yes, he, he, he taught me. 
He taught you, yes. And uh, me and the other students, every time we were having our break, we did like impersonations. impersonations. And, uh, and did I, he ever walk in on it? I don't think he did, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, no, he never did. But whenever he walked in on a, when he was with us during the breaks, everyone was just crowded around him like he was Jesus and he was just saying something and smoking a cigarette. I was standing in the back, I couldn't hear him. So I was just imagining what he was saying. He was saying something like, I like smoking this cigarette. I know it will draw me closer to death, but death is what comes to us all in the end. And when you look into the camera, it is like you're looking into the face of death. Have you ever looked into the eyes of a chicken? The endless stupidity, (laughs) the black hole of ignorance. I um, This is amazing! And I used to do it in my stand-up, but then I kind of started losing it and it <clears> sounded <throat> like I was doing just a Danish person or something, but now it's back because of my cold. But I think I think as well, maybe you stopped doing it because he's not he hasn't done a lot recently. So He does like three moves a year or something. Oh, well, I mean, he hasn't done a lot that I'm aware of. <laughs> but I would, I would understand that there'd be a, a big chunk of the audience who are like, who the fuck is he doing? Who is yeah, that I, I, I actually, this is... The joke when I do a Werner Herzog, I it's totally depends on of how I read the room. And yeah, yeah. For example, I did it at the documentary festival, mm-hmm. and I said, "Of course, I'm gonna do it there." And when I was in Germany, of course, I'm yeah. gonna do it there. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, if you're performing for a room of twenty-four-year-old Icelandic women, yeah, they're not gonna know who Werner Herzog is. Yeah, and just the Rosenberg crowd, they don't get it. They don't. No, they don't. They don't. But we love you though, yeah, Rosenberg we do. people. Yes, yes. We, we do, but you don't know when it hurts us. Or you, or you don't know what a podcast is. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who, um, who, who are in the Rosenberg crowd that listen to our podcast. Yes, yes. We are being prejudiced. We are, we are, uh, uh, <clears throat> we are flock. We are with flock attractors. Uh-huh. Yes, Flocka Dreiter. Uh, this is an early, like, uh, let's early jump Old to... Old Norse. Uh, yes, it's no, no, it's an early jump to how to speak Australian. I just Flocka Dreiter is, is when you... The Flokkur is a group. A Drautur is, well, uh, the noun to draw to draw something into a group. Well, Drautur also means uh, a fuck. Like... A to sex. fuck someone into a group. Yeah, well, uh, oh, there is... This is a weird word, flokkadráttur. It could also mean like group sex, if you think about An it. An orgy is a flokkadráttur. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I find it funnier than you because it's in Icelandic. But, uh, yeah, flock, so when we basically like say, oh, these guys are bros, these guys are geeks. It's like whatever happens in the cafeteria it's of your, every high school. It's your click. Yeah, it's yeah. the click. So when we talk about the Rosenberg crowd, we thought, think maybe uh, they don't watch Werner Herzog, and I am digging a hole right yes, now. Yes, you are. <laughs> I can, can, you, can everyone hear that shovel? <laughs> the Rosenberg crowd is a wonderful crowd, especially in their haha will offend it. But they're also Evenings. the reason we have a, a podcast. They are. It's true. They're the reason we we did we did a show together. Mm-hmm. They're what kept us going. They're what allowed us to experience the magic on stage between you and I. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that note, I'm an Australian, and I am an Icelandian, and together we, we are, are Australia. Australia. Do, 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 do. 
Australia, it's a podcast, a podcast inside your ear canals. Australia, <laughs> it's sound waves, sound waves inside your ear canals. And sometimes they go into your brain and form an infestation. That infestation will spread through your body And then there'll be gestation And together we will form a nation A nation of Australia Australia will rule the world Australia That was yeah, good That was better than most times I yeah. was, oh, I was yeah, really yeah, so I, I was One proud. time, yeah, yeah. This, I think this uh, this uh, thing of us uh, Making up the theme song is um, Is uh, Like the uh, thousand monkeys On a thousand typewriters Yeah, one eventually day. one yeah. day yeah. One day, And we'll have it recorded as well yeah, As exactly. long as I'm in charge of the recording Yes, yes, yeah. and from now on you will be <laughs> <laughs> but we're in a different location. We are in my home. Yes, this is the first time I've been in your home. What do you think of my home? It is exactly as I imagined it. There's yeah? nothing surprising here. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have photographs placed under a bench, mm-hmm. which is uh, special. Do you, do you recognize those people? Uh, in from the photograph? Here, it's hard to see from here because they're in the darkness, but it looks like Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, and... And uh, I want to say, uh, so other ninety stars. stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to lie to you. They're the people who came with the the, the frames. Um, oh really? <laughs> you, should, you should put them up there because I saw this new like really hipsterish t-shirts they're printing. Like I don't know of, of the bad photo stock. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of like the handshake or the oh, people on the beach. Thing. Or I want I want one of the 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 salad that keeps making you laugh. Yeah, that's uh, that's those are hundreds. There are yeah. hundreds of laugh, <laughs> laugh salads. Um, no, that, that's not my. There's actually a lot of stuff in this apartment that is. It belongs to the landlord. Mm, in the fact, Lord all of it belongs to the landlord. The furniture, landlord. the the images, the books. It's all the only thing I own is my clothes and the stuff in my bedroom. Yeah, but it's a nice place. It's a nice place. Mm. And you know, um, I, 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 unlike you, I live with other people, so our listeners may hear occasionally somebody going to the toilet or having a shower, like yes. right now. You but will find there is uh, life in this <clears throat> apartment, unlike my apartment where there is death. How are things going in your apartment? Last I saw you, you were busy working on a calendar. Yeah, Did I'm finish finishing it? up the calendar today, hopefully. I've been very... Uh, it's This cold of mine has been uh, a clog in the machine. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing a, a beautiful calendar, which is uh, based on the seasons. Uh-huh. But so wasn't it also musical? It is the musical calendar as well. I will uh-huh. do a musical l- lyric joke uh, in every month. Mm-hmm. But it will also be like all the jokes will be set in the same location with the same house and the same tree and the same light post. Oh, so that you get to see it change throughout the season. Yeah. Just like the little girl in the witches in the painting. Just Remember like, that one? The one who gets trapped in the painting and she ages. She gets older and older and then eventually she stops feeding the ducks. That's from like a TV Roald show? Dahl's The Witches. You what? never saw The oh, Witches? Roald Dahl's Witches, yes. I you saw know the that. little girl yeah, who yeah, gets yeah, trapped yeah, in the yeah, painting? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they used to make scary children's movies. Yeah, yeah. like Something Wicked This Way Comes. Remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. That was good. And violent. 
Yes, this should be violent. My favorite kids' movie is uh, uh, The Goonies, and the kids over there they swear and yeah. they're running away from actual murderers. And they're and there's fat. A corpse. Yeah, and they're about to. There's this one scene where they are threatening the fat kid by why they're gonna put his hand in a blender, and it's a kids' movie. I love it. Yeah, this is what kids. We are protecting our kids. Well, from I mean, world. that's what my childhood was like. Yeah. Wasn't yours? Yeah, Were you threatened with a blender every day and had to fight corpses to get to school? Do you remember when you first heard about sex? Because mm. I don't. I think I've known about how baby, where babies come from since before I remember myself. I think I think you I probably... I think my parents made me watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because your parents are like arty, sciencey types. No, because they're Icelandic and sick in the brain. Yeah. And also, I'm kidding. You're kidding. <laughs> um, I, I think... I think I knew, like I knew that, I guess the moment is when you know about that a penis goes inside a vagina. Yeah, that's a, that's the moment. And uh, I remember just when I was six in the uh, like, uh, playground, it was common knowledge. You just knew that. Yeah, and we, we were telling jokes like fuck jokes. So uh, you had to know about oh. the, like, the basics in order to get the punchline. That's pretty fucked up. It isn't. It What's is. so fucked up about that? I don't know. I just think that there's... there's call me old-fashioned, but I think you, you deserve to still be a child for a little bit longer than six. It's, no, it's not like when you know how babies, where babies come from, then you stop being a child. Because you find, as a child, you find it repulsive anyway. You go like, ooh, And until you go to puberty, you're thinking, no way I'm going to do that. There's no fucking way I'm going to put my penis inside another person. That's disgusting. And then, wait a minute. When you come, when, <laughs> when you think about it. That actually sounds quite nice. It <laughs> suddenly, sounds like a really comfortable thing to come, do. How come I was against it all those years? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. And then you spend just as many years as a teenager going into adulthood trying to make that happen. As you did thinking about it not happening. Yeah, yeah. And that's just, of course, uh, yes, uh, it's a many fascinating things about the puberty. Uh, I, 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 the Goonies kids, yeah. they were all like telling dick jokes throughout the movie. So mm. they were all like new about the whole sex. They were, they were teasing the, the, like, the one teenager in the group about being actually horny and stuff. Uh-huh. And... Uh, and um, I remember also I heard this thing this is, uh, because whenever a girl goes into puberty, she starts to find her. <laughs> I mean, this is what I heard. Okay, go on. Her her, her dad starts to smell uh, different. Yeah, bad. Like her dad starts to smell uh, repulsive almost to her. Yes, and wow. that's just nature's way <clears throat> of stopping incest. Of stopping incest. Isn't it a beautiful thing? Wow. But obviously in this country that doesn't extend to cousins. No. Just, just immediate family. I think nature doesn't care about cousins. No. It's just... Like a slight genetic... You know, I, would, I know we have scientists who listen to this podcast. <laughs> so if anyone is listening to this podcast yeah. and, um, and wants to uh, know... Um, no, knows if, if, if that's true, then uh, please. Yes, please let us know. Uh, confirm us. Uh, confirm also means uh, don't don't confirm us Christ, Christianly. Yeah, that only works here in this are, country. Are you, you're a confirmed guy. No, no. Are you? Uh, uh, but you are a Christian. No. So are you? Are just like me? 
I am just like you. So we're both just lost in a religionless void. My, I'm the third child, and my two sisters, my two older sisters, were christened Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. And then my dad, who was who was brought up as a Jehovah's Witness mm. and is an atheist, um, as a result of that, right. uh, said to my mother when we when I was born because I was the first one born in Australia. We're in a new country, new life. I don't want any more kids baptized i want them to choose themselves yeah that's, when they're older. that's really cool that's yeah. really cool i mean me and my cousins um so well some of us are confirmed but now christened but a lot of us like in the close cousin group uh, me thrandur uh hjartur thorri we are none of us are uh, confirmed which was just the thing to do even you know but don't they do it here it's it's sort of like a bar mitzvah bat mitzvah kind of thing it is, here. Yeah. you do it when you're 12 or 13 yeah and it's a way to get money it is and that's why people do it because of the money some people do it for for god those kids are weird because there's it's two different all, all due respect to god you know? isn't there two different yeah i'm sure she doesn't mind yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there two different kinds of confirmations? Like you can have the religious one and then you can have yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. I wrote a book about it actually called Confirm Us uh, or Fermid Akur. Mm-hmm. was one of the first linear comic books I ever um, published. And uh, it was about these kids who are deciding if they're going to be confirmed uh, religiously or like it's like a called sit a citizen confirmation mm-hmm. and i think i mean if you're gonna i i i think this actually the citizen confirmation is more bullshit because then you just because you're doing it anyway you're, you're doing it for god mm-hmm. uh, that's the front but mm-hmm. you're doing it for the money mm. but then there's love i don't want to do i want i don't want to do this whole god thing but i still want to get the money and then you do so. So you just make up a new system for the kids to get the like, money. Gifts. Yeah. What What's the next milestone after confirmation here in Iceland? What's the next big birthday? Uh, there's no next. So you don't thing. do the eighteenth birthday. You don't do. There's no sweet sixteen. There's or... no twentieth because you can drink at twenty. That's when you're an adult, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Wait, here's a Icelandic question. kids, at least my generation, it it's like uh, the various <clears throat> generations. But in my generation, all of the kids started drinking early anyway, so they're not gonna celebrate or suddenly drinking. And I remember when I I started drinking later than most of the kids because they started drinking like thirteen and yeah, 14. yeah, yeah. And I was like, no way, I'm gonna do that, just like with sex. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and then when I was 16 and there was the first party in our class uh, at the, the Meta school, mm. then I was kind of, people people gave me a drink. Here, have a drink, Hulip. And I'm like, okay, hey, they're accepting me. I will drink this drink. Because I want to be accepted. This is formed, it is a part of this tradition of, of this party thing. And uh, so that, that's the first time I got drunk. And when mom found out that I was uh, experimenting with alcohol, she, I see, it, w- I, it was very fun to look in her face because she had a hard time to contain her happiness because she was so glad that I was social at... Finally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she was really worried that I was just going to be like, end up uh, alone. But, you know, 
look at me now. I'm probably gonna end up alone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm just ta- saying because because of that question you asked during last our week. last week. Yeah. That bombshell of a question is: Do you think you're gonna die alone, Hulagur? Uh, I mean, why did you ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> it was I I. I because I've been thinking about it myself. Yeah. I had been thinking about it myself and I was like, well, who's the the, the closest person to me or the closest people to me who are in a similar situation yeah. where you're sort of like, you, you're constantly single or having these flings with people and it doesn't work out. The, the closest people are you and Bilkia. Yeah. And it's, you're both people that I think it's possible. That you could also be alone for a long time. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I mean, this is. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this because I feel there is kind of a pressure, uh, because I belong to the uh, kind of big clan yeah. of cousins. It's uh-huh. just. Uh, I, I have a lot of cousins and uh, uncles and aunts and mm-hmm. nephews and nieces. <clears throat> it's a big old clan, and uh, most of them end up having children. So yeah. that's. So that's uh, that's just like humanity. It's a normal thing to do. But there's the and three of you that don't. The cousins, right? There's you, Thrantur. Thrantur has a kid. Oh yeah, he does. I met his kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So and two. And the other one. The other one, Earth. Yeah. Yeah, he has a kid as well. Oh, he's the <laughs> only one. <laughs> yeah. They all have children except me. And your brother. My brother has a kid. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They hide them just. They hide them very well. They're not proud of you them. You can never tell if an Icelander has a kid or not because no, they they still act like they don't have them. Yeah, because yeah, that, you just leave them out. Leave them outside. I mean, who's gonna take them? I know. Where right? are you gonna go with them? Yeah, you know, I. I it's not like Mexico is next door. Remember, I've <laughs> had this theory that you know how they talk about it's really good for the kids to leave them outside here in the cold. Mm-hmm. And to let them learn and they, they build great immune systems from that. I don't think that's the case at all. I think people are just hoping someone steals their child. Yeah. It's like, I've had enough kids. I've got five already. I don't want one more. If I just leave them out here, no one's going to notice if someone just takes them. But the flaw in that is your own island. And everyone already has a million kids here. I, I love it when I come. Uh, like, I've, if I've been abroad for a long time and I come home and I see, like, a six-year-old walking alone home from school. I, yeah. think, it's, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing it to is. live in a, a safe country like yeah. that. There's nobody going to snatch that kid. Do and you... also, there's, like, a very... I mean, all kids know about the pedophiles also now. Yeah. They're like, nope, sir, I ain't gonna... I, I, because they know about the sex. And they say, hey... I don't want sex, so leave me alone. I, here is here no is something how though, much candy on that you note, <laughs> because kids know about that, and because I've seen so many courtroom dramas where this kid thought it would be fun to accuse somebody of being a pedophile when they weren't one, mm-hmm. I am afraid of children. Yeah. If I walk down the street, if, you, if you're with me, mm-hmm. and I walk down the street, and there is a six-year-old... Coming home from school, I will walk on the other side of the street and not make eye contact if with you. If you ever get accused of being a pedophile, I will be there in the courtroom. <laughs> front, front line. I, I, I no, will testify for it's you. It's an irrational I will fear. say, Jonathan hates kids. Hate he hates them. So them. Much. He, he, it's, they are repulsive. But it is such an irrational fear. But it's still there. It's like, yeah. oh my God, what if this kid thinks it's a great idea to say that I murdered somebody? Or what if that kid disappears and I'm the last one who ever saw them alive? I do not want that. So I will just walk on the other side of the road and not make eye contact with them. I treat them the same way that some people treat um, ethnic minorities. Right. Okay. I treat children that way. I don't treat people of different races that way. <laughs> I am childist. Uh, 
You're a childist. I'm a child. Oh, that even sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wish to be around kids. You're a minorist. Oh, no, that's even worse. What is the legal age in this country? 18, I think. Yeah. 18, really? Yeah. 18 for, uh, for both, for streets and gays. I, yeah, I think so. I, I mean... Come. Is it alarming that you don't actually know what the age is? I just don't go below... I don't go close to 18. What's the? What's your cutoff? It, I, I think... Oh, come on, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We, okay. we discussed this before. And I I, I don't... I, I would feel horrible to go below 20. But mm. if, if I'm close to 20, anything, where I, I feel weird... So I try to stay above 25. You try to. I try to. Yeah. But sometimes it's strange to ask, how old are you? While your tongue is in someone's mouth. <laughs> exactly. Now, I think, I think it's time for, for something else. The <laughs> embarrassment <laughs> of the week. Do you have one? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm eager. What is your embarrassment of the week? My embarrassment of the week is... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm on uh, Saturday night, mm-hmm. me and like, I don't know, 15 or 20 other people mm-hmm. went into a, went to a live television show taping. Uh-huh. To be in the audience? No, to be, there was no audience. There was just us sitting on a big old set of so- sofas and, and chairs. Is this the one Saga was on? This is one Saga was on. This is the one, Are you about to talk about what she said? No, I'm not about to talk about, about what she said, but I could mention it as well. <clears throat> but we, I think it's worth no, like because she she the news was all over that. Yeah, well, the news is a bitch. Yeah, the news. I think is, what she said was right. Well, here's just what I'm gonna say. Okay. Do we need to fill people in first? Yes, I'm gonna fill people in. Okay. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah. So there, there is the at the roof, the national de- television broadcast system house, who we have both worked for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a bunch of comedic people, mm-hmm. comedians and comedic actors and actresses were uh, asked to uh, be there and uh, just sit there while a couple of. Um, People interviewers, interviewers, yeah. Uh, ask them uh, questions about like the, the comedic history of uh, the oh. national television because yeah. it's the fifty. It's fifty years, years yeah. yeah. And uh, so it was a wonderful thing sitting in the lobby, and they had they had uh, like alcohol and and uh, candy and uh, all at sorts of roof? at the roof. I know. <laughs> oh my god! This was the reaction of everyone who came. I mean, is this They're for giving us? you stuff? Really? <laughs> they never give you stuff. No. They have no money. Yes. Because of the government. Who hates them? Yes. <laughs> and uh, the government really hates the them. The government really hates Ruth. Yeah, yeah. It really hates Ruth. Yeah. And uh, that's why I love Ruth even more. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. my favorite. I was thinking get a Ruth tattoo, actually. Because it is like my first uh, parent, which isn't for, a bi- non-biological yeah. parent. Yeah, okay, I get you, yeah. yeah I have they so raised many, you. Yeah, they raised me. I love I love Ruth and I always will. But, um, yeah, so we were, I was sitting, I was seeing like, oh, Latti, Etta Björgvins, and Anna Svavos, just friends and people I respected. And like, people you grew up watching yeah, on TV. And I was yeah. like, it was such like, wow, I'm, I'm part of this. Yeah. This, I'm part of a kind of a... Uh, 
this I was, I was seeing like the evolution in, of Comet in front All of in me, one. and I was yeah. like, so oh my god, the guys from Spokestone, I'm so like they they are were so inspiring to me, yeah, and I, it was a beautiful thing. I just thought I was so happy to be there. Be there. It was like a. It was like uh, uh, just a party of comedy people of mm. all generations. It was just, I was touched yeah. and I, I was happy to be alive uh, there. And then they say, hey, it's uh, two minutes to uh, broadcast time. So uh, everybody into the studio, I go to the studio. Oh, I think it was one of the Spokestone guys, Karl August Ulfren, I guess, who said, yeah, and now we're going to talk about uh, humor for two hours straight. And I thought, oh my God. We're going to sit there for two hours straight and talk about comedy. Yeah. There is nothing less funny mm. than talking about comedy. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I hope they do this well. And so the embarrassing thing is that it wasn't a very funny show. It was boring. Well, I, it was probably interesting. I thought, yeah, I think to a lot of people, it must be very awesome to see all these people that are sitting there. Mm. Oh, well, look, they're all in the same room. Yeah. But uh, I it's I just thought it was kind of... Uh, I, th I, th I, think, I think the mistake, number one, was to have it live. Yeah. Because there was no need. No, no you could have cut to have it live. It, yeah. Uh, because there's not like people in uh, back uh, in, watching us on TV are going like, Oh my God, this is happening now. Also, right now at this moment, yeah. they are over there. Yeah. It's... Also, I mean, when I heard about it, I was kind of hoping for like one of those Real Housewives reunions, you know, where at the end of the show, they get them all back in and it just ends up in a bitch fight. Yeah. I was hoping you guys would tear each other apart. They should have just let us loose. Yeah. They should have had no program at all. They should just, just let, just having a camera there and <clears> see <throat> us just, this is just, just tape random stuff. Yeah. Of us talking bullshit because things were asked, we were asked like, has comedy changed in the years? Uh-huh. Uh, there's no interesting answer to a question. The answer no, is always yeah. yes. The, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's yes. And then if you explain it, it's death. Yeah. It's just, it's always boom. And, uh, and also, I was asked before the show, like a week or two before the taping, yeah. I was asked because I was asked to... Uh, uh, Pick my favorite moment for my television show. My funniest. I, I, I said, okay, my, the best moment was when my brother thought it was killing, mercy killing like uh, 50 birds with a meat hammer. Uh -huh. It is the funniest moment I ever written for television. And uh, the answer was, yeah, well, that's kind of brutal. We can't show that. And what? I said, but, but you did. You did it, show it, that yeah. on roof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay, let's do the osso sauce scene. Osso sauce scene is a scene with um, somebody coming on the floor, and you can see like a, a white puddle of what? cum. So that's floor. not okay, but the violence no, no, wasn't. No, no, no. They said no to that one as well. Okay. So I said, okay, do the scene when Bergliot is singing about an abortion, and then <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hmm, we'll see. And then they showed just a totally other scene, a scene I've seen before in other talk shows. Mm -hmm. It's like a go-to scene, which is just a good scene. But I've, it's always that scene which they show, and it's a, uh, it's not a funny ha-ha scene. It's a witty scene, mm -hmm. and like uh, Mel Brooks said, "Wit is shit, funny is money." Mm -hmm. So. Mm, 
So I was like, yeah, okay, they showed that. And then they show clips from other TV shows, like live action sketches with jokes about ass fucking mm. and, and jokes about somebody slapping a kid in the face with a penis. Live action. And I'm what? thinking, why? What was wrong with my stuff? Why didn't you show the fucking my good stuff? My It's animated. It's less It, it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. I'm sick of this censorship when people are censoring my stuff. And it was, there was no reason for it. It was like when I was writing for Skypeth and there had been three polar bears had been uh, killed mm-hmm. uh, that year. Skypeth is the end of the year comedy sketch yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wrote, I, wrote a, I, I did an animated scene where a polar bear is shot. <laughs> and then it's shot again. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> like yeah. hundreds of holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they... And I, I, that time I sent it to them and I said, hey, maybe just haven't been shot once. And I said, yeah, but that's okay. not funny. But it was funnier when it's shot hundreds of times. Yeah, but ki- kids will cry. And I heard actually kids cried when I saw it anyway, that one shot. And I said, oh. I mean, come on, let the kids cry. What's, I mean, why do we always have to be so protective about what the kids see on television? Mm. That te- What they see on television is not what we should be worried about when it comes to our kids. No. I'm just saying, and I know there are people who know better because they are parents. Well, I was just going to say, as fathers of none, <laughs> yes. we are perfectly equipped <laughs> yeah. to answer this, this but question. I'm just saying, I've saw all, I saw all sorts of shit on television as a kid uh-huh. and it made me the creative person I am now mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to protect me from the horrors it, like fictional horrors mm-hmm. which is which are most uh, most part based on actual horrors of mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. don't it's it, I don't think it will do good I mean I, I, I think it will do kids good to have like a, tra- a traumatic experience from a fictional thing on mm-hmm. television as long as it's not a tra- traumatic experience from a real thing in your house i mean it's better you're very philosophical today. i i always said this thing about violence and tv that's where violence belongs yeah violence belongs on in tv fiction. not in real yeah, life in books comic books movies yeah music mm-hmm. when they complain about violent lyrics and music mm-hmm. well it's in music it's not in life you should complain it's being argue, uh, being angry and hateful and um, worried about uh, wrong messages mm-hmm. in art. Mm-hmm. It's like screaming at the flowers because of what the soil did. The, the That's fl- so deep. The flowers are grow, come from the soil and you are just screaming at the flowers, flowers which is a beautiful the thing. Soil. Yeah, the soil created the flowers. Yeah. The soil is the reality which the flowers grow from. Wow, Sik Hulli is, is very, very um, intellectual. Yeah, I, I can't be very smart when I'm missing a few brain cells. <laughs> well, that was, that was an alright embarrassment of the week. Mine's probably not as good because I didn't go on like national TV or anything. Um, it just happened in my room. My embarrassment of the week. Do you, before, before, okay, it sounds yeah. very interesting, but uh-huh. before, because you were asking about the, what Saga said. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she. Oh, but I just realized that I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying stuff as well. So she, the news, the news picked her apart. So Saga um, is a, an actress and comedian, mm-hmm. an Icelandic actress. Very funny. And comedian, very and, funny. And she also always gets attention because she says what uh, is what she, on her mind. What she thinks, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, which, if you're a woman and do that, uh, people will talk about it. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, uh, people won't even notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so sh- like every every other comedian in that room, we were not prepared. We were not told what questions yeah. we were going to answer. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> all of us answered questions about something related to our job, like uh-huh. our thing. So they were asked me about my TV show, they asked me about like censorship, mm-hmm. ironically. Uh-huh. And uh, then they, uh, then they showed like a montage of clips from uh, Icelandic sitcoms, and when it comes Old to ones. Icelandic comedy, yeah, sitcoms are not our strongest. Uh, they are not. I will agree with yes. you. They are not. Uh, because there are a lot of bad ones. Uh, uh-huh. A lot of like... like, the, But like they're all fascinating to watch because they're a lesson in mediocrity. There mm. is someone behind the scenes who's saying, no, this is too funny. We need to make it yeah, less funny. We need to make it less funny or else the idiots watching will not understand. Exactly. Yeah, it comes in general catered to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. They all, yeah, and it's it's a it's a stupid thing, and uh, and made, I mean I would rather make a total piece of shit than a mediocre piece mm-hmm. of shit. But what Saga said, but she so she was put on the spot, mm-hmm. and she was asked, "What do you think about this?" After seeing a montage, of, yeah, and she and just, she said, from from my translating, she said something along the lines of that. It, it, see, comedy it, it, now it has gotten smarter, and it's it's. Yeah, well, I uh, she was just saying she was just trying to find something funny to say about it, mm. and she, in a nutshell, she kind of at least insulted uh, the makers of at least two or three uh-huh. sitcoms out there. Yeah, and uh, I can see I can see the flaws and the and the good things about some of the sitcoms there, mm-hmm. and. When it comes down to it, if some if a comedian is judging your comedy, you should take it. Uh, you should just take it like with, a comedian. Yeah, with a grain of salt. Yeah, what yeah. if a duck's back? I mean, if you if you're a comedian, you should just say, yeah, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, because it's comedy. Yeah, and, it's subjective. Yeah, and uh, and then people were. Uh, made a thing out of it in the media at least at some web pages where it said hey she shat all over our classic comedy shows yeah and uh, so fucking what if she did but didn't she also in her statement say stuff about how you know it, the classic comedy shows in those times um it was perceived as funny to be sexist and racist and, and yeah well that's... and it's not anymore i mean i i she said something like that, and yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what she exactly meant because she was just she was mm-hmm. just uh, riffing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I even disagree with that because I think sexism and racism still is funny if, because uh, it can. There's nothing more funny than a racist because it's it's such a source. Yeah, but I of, think what she was getting at was that using the the method of how you use that comedy. Like yeah. now, I, I would agree with you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Racists are hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
because they're so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's so um, stupid. But it's how you use that comedy. Whereas, and I, I would actually say a lot of the old Icelandic classics with sitcoms is very similar in Australia. It was like you know, it, the joke would be a man in a dress. Yeah, that's not yeah, yeah. funny. <laughs> it's, oh, uh, it's oh just, wow, oh wow, he's in a dress, woo. isn't he? Oh, woo. You know, and, and it's like so that's that's the difference. Yeah, or yeah. the joke is somebody in blackface. That's not funny. No, that's not. But funny. to that to that crowd mm-hmm. back then, that was what was perceived as funny. Mm-hmm. But now we yeah. have a whole different scope Absolutely. of things. Yeah. We're more intelligent about that's how we what use she meant. That's what exactly. That's what, what I think yeah, she meant. Yeah, and uh, every, uh, and at least people in the comments. They thought she was personally attacking some of our comedy legends. No, and she totally wasn't. She totally wasn't. She was just put on And this spot. is just another example of uh, her getting shit for being honest and also for being a comedian. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till I'm misquoted. Yeah. As a comedian. I cannot wait. I, Especially in the Icelandic media. It, it hasn't... I mean, it probably has happened to me or something. I remember one time when I... When uh, at the last moment, the National Theatre... Uh, Decided not to show my musical, mm. and I was kind of. Uh, I said uh, I said something. Was about... this the one with the abortion in it? No, no, no. They they totally showed that one, and it was a hit. <laughs> it was a hit, and it's a cult classic as well. But uh, uh, this one was about uh, Norse mythology, and they decided not to show it because it was uh, I don't know, it was too stupid or something. Uh-huh. Which is which is what I do. I do too stupid, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did like a, a, a status update on Facebook, and I said they're not gonna do. It. I don't even remember what I said, but mm. one journalist, he said, "Hulagur uh, Dawson is totally pissed about da 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 da." He almost said I was like just. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just he said something sulking like I was sulking and pissed. he made up emotions yeah. in that uh, that article. So that's why I say things like media is a bitch because today a lot of media is based on what people say on television it's all or, sensationalized. or, or, or yeah. on Facebook or Twitter. and stuff, yeah. and they do more things about what people say than what people do, mm. and that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And what did you do in your room? <laughs> what embarrassing thing did you do in your room? I sharted. <laughs> you sharted all by yourself. But the... <laughs> okay, so my stomach's been up and down in the last couple of weeks, and I've been working very hard on a music video for a certain pop star here in Iceland. Which is coming out tomorrow, right? Um, and uh, I was so focused on this music video that I decided to let one go, and it followed through. Oh, was it a lot of uh, yes spillage? Yes. <laughs> so you had to change sheets. No, I was, I was, I was sitting at my chair. Oh, that's did it go on the chair through the pants? I don't really want to talk about it. Well, you don't want to, it's, this is the embarrassment of the yes, week. It, and it, luckily it's a plastic chair, but it's one of those Ikea chairs that has the holes in it, so it went oh, on the floor as wow. well. Oh, was, what a beautiful thing. Oh, what a beautiful oh my thing. God. And it, was, it, was, it just so happened that it was at a time when every other person who lives in this apartment was doing laundry. 
Oh, right. So, like, I had to wait. Oh, so it was just sitting in a lo- your laundry pile? No, like, in a in Marinated a plastic, in, your in a plastic <laughs> 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 And I was, I just had a moment where I went, oh, it's probably, you know, I've been talking about how I, I haven't been having the sex in quite some time. I was just thinking, it is a good thing I am not. I think that is, that is my body's way of telling me, you are not ready to be in close proximity with another human being. You cannot even tell when you're about to shit. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, absolutely. This, that's why I didn't go on a date when I had a pizza baby. Mm, it's just not, it's not cool. It's, and I'm beginning to think that I'm just, I shouldn't be sitting at that chair ever. Right. Because bad but, things you know, happen to me just, when I just sit Just put there. a bowl under the chair. A bowl under the chair and shut the blinds. Yeah. And just sit there with uh, just bare ass. <laughs> I, I mean, what's a, a few like... Uh, well, I guess you, if you would sit bare ass on a chair with holes in You get like the marks in your, your butt. butt. Yeah, what's yeah. a few marks if, uh, if you're going to save, save your pants? I mean... I know. But anyway, it wasn't that embarrassing. I don't remember the last time I started... I feel like it was in on a ferry in Finland. That was the last time I remember. Oh, that that seems like the most appropriate place to shart. Yeah, why? Because it's basically a party boat. Yeah, yeah. It's just filled with young Finnish people going to Estonia to buy booze for cheap. I wasn't going to Estonia though. I was. It was like a small island just outside Helsinki, uh-huh. and uh, I was in, uh, doing an art exhibition with art students, and we had been eating a lot of Finnish cuisine, uh-huh. which is should not exist. It's I'm not sorry, called cuisine. No. I would say the same about Icelandic. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, most of Scandinavia doesn't really have a cuisine. We have a cuisine. We have hot dogs. We have rams balls and rams heads and, and every dogs. other part of the ram. And yeah, yeah, and also shark, which people pissed on. It's a, it's a, it's amazing. It's an acquired taste. It's an, it's yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I think it's time it's, for it's time for <laughs> get to, to be straight. straight. Have you got a question for me this week, Mister? Yes, go for it. No, I think it's time for Operation Sex God, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Operation it's time for Operation Sex God. So, you feel sexy these days? No, do you? No, me neither. I, uh, I actually think that's probably why I'm not having sex. Yeah, well... Because people people have offered, like, through the apps. Actually, and that's what I think... I think I'm going through a lesbian cuddling stage. I... Yeah, well... I've been, I've had the salmonella uh-huh. and, and then I uh, had the uh, cold. Uh-huh. So I was disgusting at two periods, recent periods in my life. But in between those periods, I had an actual, like two or three days of sexy. And I must say, I did get my mojo back just then. I got a lot of uh, attention. During those yes, three days? I hadn't because um, I lost my mojo for maybe two months or something. Yeah, I'm still mojo-less. Yeah? I'm still mo- Although I did have one, this one really ridiculously good-looking guy mm-hmm. um, was talking to me on the Tinder, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is unheard of, because as you know, you match with someone on Tinder, you say hi, they say hi, and that's where it stops. I'm starting to actually have a conversation on the Tinder, and it's working. It's working? Yeah. But, but that yeah. was my advice, wasn't it? Didn't I tell you to just talk? I... Th- was it you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I remember who talked to It me. was you, me and Bilke And I said why don't you just talk to them Yeah I did And I started to I, I started, You just have to be creative That's the thing mm. Well it gives you hints 
Yeah. When you match with someone, it has little hints at the bottom. I Why not pl- ask them what they're up to today? I don't ask those. Th- those are too generic. I try uh-huh. to be funny uh-huh. because that's the only thing I have. Well, I told you my, my current thing, right? Right. Whereas on, on the on the other apps like the Grinder and the Scruff and the, mm. if somebody says something to me, I try and make my answer so that it, it is an accompanying lyric to a song. Yeah, that's so a good when one. they say hello, I respond with "It's me" yeah. or "Is it me you're looking for?" Yeah, so if there's a hi, you say, how are you doing? Sorry, you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number? Yeah, and, and I'll get, get back, back to you. Someone actually said to me last week, oh, do you come from down under? And I said, where women glow and men plunder. Yeah, but I did this one thing because being single, uh-huh. I was I was just, uh, for some reason, I thought, I was thinking yesterday, uh, this <clears throat> long time I've been invited to a dinner party. Mm. I mean, I always hear about my friends at a dinner party, and I realized, wait, wait a minute, those friends who get invited are all couples. <gasps> so it's just couples inviting couples for a dinner party. And you, you don't invite, when you're couples at a dinner party, you don't invite non couples, do no, you? No, you don't. No, unless you invite, invite another single person, and then it becomes what my friend Ivar calls the panda cage. Which yeah, is... they want you to breathe. <laughs> yeah. you know, and that happens to gays all the time. Yeah. That happens to us all the time. Like, hey, this is my friend Roger. He's gay too. And I always want to go, and? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh, it must be worse as a gay. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. Oh, you should meet my, you should meet my friend. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah I, I found a compatible. <laughs> Why? I think you'd really get on. Really? What do we have in common? It, he's gay too. Yes, yes. You both uh, have the anus thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's... Uh, I, I mean, there's, uh, there's the panda nothing. <laughs> the panda case. I love it. What is it about pandas? Like, they always hate each other. I mean, they finally found a way to get them fucking because they're no longer... Uh, endangered. Uh, endangered. Yeah. But I think maybe they're like the pickiest bitches of the animal planet. They're yeah. just like, nah, I don't, I know we're endangered, but they, they, are, that is, they are the definition of stubborn. I know we are in danger of being wiped off the planet, but I am not fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think pandas have a horrible personality. Yeah. Probably. I mean, and we shouldn't all, only, we only focus on the cute animals. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure there's yeah. some disgusting sea slug that's yeah. endangered. Uh, but who cares? Yeah. And also sharks are endangered and they're the bad guys in every movie they star in. So, uh, I saw the shallows. Oh, I want to see that one. I saw, I saw the, sh- it is, it goes as, as a shark enthusiast myself, mm-hmm. it is, it is a, it is a good suspenseful movie that is like a Jaws for mm-hmm. a new generation because it goes against every scientific piece of information about sharks. Yeah. Well, that's, I, when it comes to shark movies, it's the same. I, it's, it's, I have the same, uh, thing with, uh, with uh, dinosaur movies. Mm. If I would write a review, review, I would write sharks! Exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Exclamation. Exclamation yeah. mark. Yeah. Yes, thank you. If you're in America, it's point. Shark point. Exclamation point. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I love sharks and dinosaurs, but uh, what I'm saying is there's nothing more, less sexy. Yeah. Than a person that has been put in the panda cage with yeah. you. So yeah. when that happens, I hate the fact that the married people are secretly hoping that you will copulate at yeah. the end of the evening. Because it's a creepy thing to do. It's so creepy. 
Do you know what they? Do you know another reason why they do it? And I can say this as someone who because is married for a long time. Because they want you to be one of them. No, no, because they need you to be miserable so that they can realize that what they've got gives them happiness. Yeah. Because I remember so many times when I would have. I I'm guilty of doing dinner parties and putting people in the panda cage. I've done it. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, when you've wished everybody a, a farewell. And that one panda cage resident got a little bit too drunk, so they're sleeping on the fold-out couch. And you go to bed with your partner, and you cuddle up to them, and you say just before you go to sleep, aren't you glad we're not like Hule? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Such... It's so evil. It is. Yeah, it is. So and that's evil. why. That's why That's why people in relationships like that. But So you, you're, not, you're not feeling sexy again? No, I just, I uh, actually, I, so I put uh, a status update on Facebook where I said, single people don't uh, get invited to dinner parties mm-hmm. as much as uh, couple, people. couple people. And I knew it was going to start a long thread of yeah. conversation and it did. Uh-huh. And some people like being in, some couple people were like defensive about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then some people. They normally are. Some people, one, one guy suggested, you know. Uh, oh, I see. You're looking for a girlfriend and some free food. I'm very subtle there, Hula Graves. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. But yes, free food, please. Mm. But uh, then I, I, I then I found myself just being serious in the comment system saying, yeah, just so you know, I'm not looking for a partner. So please do not put me in the panda cage. I don't want to. I want to find them randomly. Uh, while intoxicated at somebody's wedding yeah at somebody's wedding or at the bus station yeah i don't know why i said bus station well you know it, it works for some people mm-hmm. should we go to gators <laughs> <laughs> yes but before we do i just have to say yes i fell off the wagon a couple times mm-hmm. uh well it happens you're in you're in uh, in a small island yeah filled with a lot of drunk people mm. And winter is coming. Winter is coming. And I have my best friend from Australia arriving tonight. Right. And we haven't seen each other in over a year. And, and you're so not going to drink? I'm, there is no way that's going to happen. <laughs> there is no way that's going to happen. And you know, she's such a fan of the podcast. She has requested that she would love to just be in the room when we do next week's one. But well, the next week it's a live one, so she can't. She can't be in the room. She will be in the. She can't be in the room. No, she can't because she's flying out. All right, she's right. flying away from from here then, so she'll miss out. But there'll oh, be another time. Too bad. Too there'll bad. be another time. But yeah. you'll meet her. Yeah. She's, so she's you now you know that the next show will be a, a live, live one. They're, they're becoming the... very popular. Yes, it is the surprise hit of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. People like seeing us talking about stuff we regret talking about up on stage. Yeah. 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 I mean, th- I think this. Uh, uh, this show, our ap- this our our episodes are in fact a very good exercise in get in like exercise in toleration against the shame of regret. Yeah, there must be a better way of, of phrasing it though. Um, uh, it's like exposure <laughs> therapy. It's exposure therapy. Yes, yeah, because we are constantly exposing ourselves. Yeah. Um, and has it happened to you yet where somebody has mentioned something you talked about in the podcast and you forgot you said it? No. Like something deeply personal. I mean, it looks like people people don't talk about the podcast uh, much 
with me, but they do it with you. Yeah. Well, probably because they know you for other things. Yeah, probably. Because I've, I've, I've accumulated a lot of sort of, I call them um, uh, fans by proxy. Mm-hmm. Because I, there's a lot of your fans have been listening to the podcast and they're the ones who are coming up to me and right. saying, I listened to the podcast. I didn't know who you were before. You guys are really good together. And then they mention things from it. And it's lovely. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. lovely. I love it when people talk about the podcast. Yeah. It's one of my favorite times of week. But having said that, let's do Gay to Me Straight. What is your question? Yeah, so it's my... I it's think your it's turn your, to... It's, no, it's your turn to go it's first. My turn. It's, oh, turn yeah. to it's turn to go first. It's oldest my turn to go. Well, last time I asked first if you're going to die alone. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah... There's one thing I was just wondering the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I wrote this down because uh-huh. my brain can only c- contain three things at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, th- it's the thing where, um, for example, uh, if a girl, uh, a heterosexual girl and a heterosexual girl are hanging out together, maybe watching a video, mm. they will cuddle. Mm. They will uh, lie on top of each other, one with the head on the other one's chest or belly or whatever. Yeah. Or shoulder. And this also, I'm guessing this happens, can also happen, it's like a normal thing between two gay guys who aren't into each other. Mm -hmm. They can cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no problem. Sometimes. Sometimes, but... As long as as you both know that there's nothing that's going to happen. Yeah, but that's, yeah. I think it's similar with heterosexual women, although there there's even a less chance of anything happen because there is no sexual attraction. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. The, but girls tend to be less uh, defensive about crossing that line yeah, yeah, because yeah. they are uh, taught they aren't uh, they aren't brainwashed with uh, homophobia like yep. are some ma- heterosexual males are. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm thinking this does not happen. With us heterosexual males, we Does don't it? we don't have the platonic cuddles. Well, and I think we might be missing out on something. Your generation is missing out. Yeah, because the younger generation are doing. Ah, uh, the sincere then generation. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at the kids now, mm-hmm. and uh, um, 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 we are the cynical generation. Yeah, and we are th- we are seeing seeing all this new rap music. Yeah, and unlike the hip hop lyrics of your. Yeah, uh, they are all sincere. They're talking about love and and and, and trying to stop injustice. Yeah, and, yeah, tackling political issues. And... Not, not well, mostly they're just talking about love and uh, stuff. I yeah. think. I mean, uh, and and being like uh, sincere to each other and not cis. Yeah, and then then but then back in the days it was all about uh, a kick your ass, motherfucker. Yeah, and now it's like. I love you so much. I love you like a brother. Yeah. So like <laughs> and uh, so the sincere generation, they can do the cuddles. So I think yeah. uh, I, I, I missed out on a platonic you, but cuddles. Here's, but I mean, is that something you would enjoy? That if you could have someone that you I could... Would find it, I would find it uh, uncomfortable. I remember me and my cousin Throunder at one time, we said, hey, let's let's hold hands while walking down Leva River. Let's Just do to it. see what... But yeah. that, that's with your cousin. So that's a, a whole added... Yes, the whole act, you know, the the fact that we were holding hands, two males. Uh uh, Very soon, I found it uncomfortable. Mm. I found myself finding, oh no, they're going to think we're gay. 
and uh, I'm not pr- proud of thinking that. But yeah. we let go. I think I'm thinking Trondor was more okay with it than I was. I think he's okay with a lot of things. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. No. He's less of a shit giver than I am. He's uh, a very balanced human being. Yeah, he probably has a really, really horrible demons somewhere. Deep somewhere, inside him. and yeah, he gets yes. rid of them by knitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking. Uh, I don't. I should. I should try to cuddle with my my heterosexual friend more next time we're watching a movie or something. Yeah, I'm. You can always cuddle me. I have absolutely no sexual attraction to you whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, then I will. M- m- I might just do it with you. But like having, like you know, you talked about like gay people do it and stuff. Like I, I hug a lot of my friends. Um, even just last week, I had dinner with a friend. We watched YouTube videos at his house, and it was too. It was it was late, and he said, "I'll give you a lift home in the morning." And I stayed, and we just spooned. There was nothing yeah, sexual. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I can spoon my um, I can spoon my female friends. Yeah, but and just not... w- without the sexual thing. Yeah, uh, attraction being, we just spoon, and it's, and that we find that okay. But, uh, but uh, uh, they consider me like a girlfriend as well. Mm, mm, mm. So I guess it's okay, as long as as I don't wake up with a heart on. Uh, it happens. It, it's just a biological thing. It's, yeah. yeah, you can't control it. You can't. I, I, no. I think the best way about that is that if you're with someone of the opposite sex, when that happens, is that when you wake up and you see it's there, you just swap and become the little spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just become the little spoon, and and I, and and you hope that they understand why. They are. We all know about the morning boner. It's yeah. uncontrollable. Well, it, and it it happens when when you like if you're non-sexually two males. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna get the morning boner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's there. That's why it's there. It's to check, as long it's like a confirmation that it still works. You're still gonna get it. We talk a lot about confirmation in this. Confirmation, episode. the comfort, the the erection confirmation. The erection um, confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my gate to me straight question for why well, I, I would like to know. Can I? Can mine be a lead off of your question? Sure. If you were going to spoon any of your male friends, who would it be? <laughs> In ascending order, first to third. Oh, and will you take it personally if you're no. not the top? No. No. But like who, I want to know first, second and third, if you had to choose three. Okay, three of my friends, male, hetero. Two, no, no, male, no, just, just male, male. Just okay. spoon. Um, and then I want to know who you would be big or little spoon with. Okay, but I like to like switch it up. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you, you always have a starter position. Starter position, I think it also, but that depends on your mood. If you're feeling vulnerable, and if say if you were if you were like with Rakke, yeah, he's very tall. Yeah, it would probably feel better to be a small. Spoon. I would be the small spoon in Rakke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, yeah I think I could uh, thrunter definitely. Is, like, is he number one? I, I would put Thrunter on top, yes. Yeah. He's the <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I would start by being the big spoon with Thrunter. And then he, would... he is quite petite. Yeah, he is like thinner than me, but we yeah. are the same height. Uh-huh. Um, then I would probably... Um, well, who are my friends? There's Norway, <laughs> there's... Oh, Gunni, he would be a great cuddler. Um... It's not, I'm gonna just. Where's my phone? You're gonna, check, well, you're, gonna my you're gonna check your favorites <laughs> to see who. Oh, he's going to get his phone now. 
I'm looking forward to remind them of their uh, live show again. Yes, on uh, on uh, September 22nd at Hura, we will be doing a, another live podcast. So that is where we have all of our sections, the same ones you keep coming back to listen to every week, including Gay It To Be Straight and Ants of Agony. The special thing about the live podcast with Ants of Agony is that you get to ask us questions and we answer them live on stage. Well, there are, there are like uh, Thraldur and there's Snorri and Gunni and Ivar. There's my brother Thorri. I think that would be weird. There's my brother. Mm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. My little brother's gay and I wouldn't spoon him. No. Mm, no, it's a, it's, a it's strange. Lot. It's strange. We do not, yeah. But sisters can cuddle. Sisters totally can. Yeah. Why? Yeah, this is my question. <laughs> it's why. It's the brainwashing. Thing. I need some water. Would you like a glass of water? No thanks. Okay. Why is it like that? Be- is it the patriarchy? It is. It's always the patriarchy. Everything is a patriarchy. So maybe we should maybe we should experiment and both spoon our brothers and see if it's weird or not. Yes. <laughs> yes. The the uh, Operation Brother Spoon. Operation Brother. A spoon brother sounds better. Spoon brothers. Because it sounds like a band. We're Operation Spoon Brother, and this is this is not weird. And you'll be able to get our EP at the end of the session tonight. We'll sell it out the back in the parking lot. Uh, <laughs> Spoon Brothers. Ticka, 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 ticka. Um, so, so Thrantor is number one. Thrantor is number and one. And you would start as Big Spoon. Mm-hmm. Who's number two? It's, I, number two is Snorri. Snorri? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Are you a big or a little spoon with Snorri? I'm a big one with him. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say he would be a, a little but, spoon. You know, we would switch it You'd up. You'd switch though. it up. And yeah, who's... Yeah. who's yeah, the his, number his, three his, position. His girlfriend is anyway taller than him. That's sad. That's sad. I know. Yeah. I know. Who is who is the Canada of this number three? Yeah. Well, you you if I I feel pressured. If I'm not going to put you on the top three, why? <laughs> you don't have to put me well, in there. I haven't known you long enough. Oh really? Yeah. We're not there yet. We're not there. We're yet. We're not ready to take this relationship to the next no, level. No, but I I would say you're a strong four. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. That's nice. Yeah. But <laughs> I would put Gunni. Gunnitinas, my yep. friend, uh, as uh, he was also, he'd also be a little spoon. I'm l- what ta- would you taller be with than me? most of my friends. I think I would be the little spoon. I think you, you would yes. too. I think yeah. I think you'd be a little spoon. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be a little. But we're, it'd be interesting because we're both snorers currently. Yeah. So I don't know if we'd get any sleep. No, but the sleep is. I mean, uh, if somebody is spooning me anyway, uh, they. They can wake you up. They wake me up when I start to snore, which is very annoying, but I apologize anyway. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry for losing conscious there and turning into a snore monster. I'm going to I'm gonna have to have a chat with Emma about this because we've shared um, we've shared a bed before, but I wasn't a snorer then, so I'm going to have to tell her tonight. Welcome to Iceland. We're going to have a lot of fun this week. You will get no sleep. Yeah. Well, whatsoever. I got you some earplugs. <laughs> Alright, that was Gate to be straight. So it's now time for How, How to, to Speak, speak Australian. Australian. I have a very simple one to teach you today. Alright. Which is so so we did I mean we already did Rise of Lights last week. Rise of Lights. Rise of Lights. You can still say it, say it again. Rise of Lights. Rise of Lights. Um uh it's it's one of the easiest ones to learn in Australian. It's like when something is really good, it is Bonza. 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 Oh, yeah. It's Bonza, mate. 
That's Banza. It's Banza. Yeah, so last uh, after my last uh, next platonic huddle, I will uh, finish go, it up. How was that? That was Banza. That's a Banza, mate. That was Banza. That was bloody Banza. Uh, yeah, that's good. Banza. Banza. And while you're searching, I have one more I can teach you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the something I have been... Actually, if we have any listeners who are in the business of app development, I would love you to contact me in relation... Well, you know, I can't give too much away, but I have an idea for an app. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, there is, a, there is a thing, a very great national tradition in Australia where you take a sausage... And you put it in a slice of bread and you put some onions and some ketchup on it. And that is called a sausage sizzle. So a hot dog. No, a hot dog <laughs> is in a different form of bread. Oh, it's the form of bread that it's makes it a slice it hot dog. of bread. It's a slice of bread. A slice of bread is a so, sausage sizzle. So it's a white trash hot dog. Kind of. Yeah. So you have a sausage and you put it diagonally in the in the square of bread mm-hmm. and you put some onion on it and a some, sausage sizzle. A sausage sizzle. It's Love very it. Australian. Sausage sizzle. It's very, welcome to Living with Drag Queens. Hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening at home, one of my flatmates was just coming out and seeing how pants looked on his butt. Yeah. They looked very good, Richard. Yeah, okay. Hit. I have uh I have um I guess window weather is a thing. Gluckeweather. Yeah. Yeah, so which that, we're having today. Yeah. But that's a thing in other countries as no. well. Okay, we can talk it about it. It is Gluck. uniquely Icelandic. So window weather, my understanding of it is when actually we're not having it today because it looks miserable outside. Yeah, it is. Window kind of weather miserable. is when it looks really nice outside. But you get outside and it's freezing mm-hmm. and windy. It's called gluckaveður. So it means it's better to look at from the other side of a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gluckaveður. Yeah, it's just like Iceland in general. It l- looks like on a picture, it looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> then like you get have, here. We have all the mountains and mm. everything. Uh, and all this, this, this like, uh, the Game of Thrones nature. And people want to go there and just be there and stand alone on top of a mountain looking at the magical moss. It'll be so healing. Yeah, but then when they come, it's just filled with other people with the same dream. I Look, I heard uh, yesterday uh, 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 a story about a tourist. Thing. He died. Oh, died. Okay, that wasn't funny. I was going to say something funny. Okay, sorry. A tourist who got hurt. Uh-huh. Like broke his hand or something. Oh, no, different what? tourists. Yeah. Because they also found a French guy who was dead for days. Yeah, well, that, that would be funny in maybe 10 years. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, whenever I hear about a tourist injuring himself mm. because he wanted to get close to nature, yeah, it puts a little smile on my face. Yeah. It does, because just don't do it. Give I up. Was in such you're not gonna. You're not going to... find. You're not going to uh, find something yourself. <clears throat> you're not going to experience the same magic you see on those uh, very professional photographs yeah you you're gonna get lost yeah or lost, hurt yeah or dead and all, loads of those tools go out there and they watch look at the mountain and say i can do that and then they just go for it mm. you can't it's it's those are mountains it's a reason that we don't have roads on them is because they are dangerous and they're cold i also think and there are lots of like like uh, just what you call it, uh, cliffs, cliffs, and, and I think, chasms. I think I think um, my own powers of deduction 
um, will tell me if I'm looking at a mountain and I'm surrounded by tourists everywhere I go in Iceland and there seems to not be any on that mountain, there's probably a reason. Yeah. That absolutely. is that is a that is a Darwin Award waiting to happen uh, right there. It is like the movie Grizzly Man by Werner Herzog. Oh wow. You must stay away from the mountain. There is no such thing as the magical world of the mountains. You will not find yourself. All you will find is chaos and death and murder. <laughs> uh, and then so um just um, because we Tourism is kind of saving the Icelandic economy, I think, a bit. I think nothing, a lot. nothing can save it, but it's saving it a bit. Well, they, well they, people are spending again. Yeah, they're spending a lot, and they're spending their own money this time. Yeah, that's they're good. not spending bank money. That's true. Yeah, they're so spend, I think spend, you might spending even, real money, not you might even money. say we're almost out of it. You might say that, but I don't. I mean, I I don't understand money anyway. Yeah, but um, so uh, okay, that's a good thing, but the we. But they are, it's, 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 a, they're, Icelanders are actually a minority in our own country right now, which is a cool thing. I always wanted to be a minority. Uh, are you though? We are, yeah, because there are more tourists than Icelanders in this country. So at any given time, there are more than 300,000 tourists. <laughs> yeah. You're getting. Do not I'm... look it up. It's yeah. probably true. <laughs> It feels true. It feels so true. Whenever I leave my house in the middle of downtown Reykjavik, it yeah. feels so true. Mm, mm. Despite uh, the fact that the majority of the apartments in downtown Reykjavik are inhabited, inhabited by people who have day jobs, so you're not going to see them during the day. Yeah, well, your, your logic is probably very logical, but mm. uh, mine is more romantic. But I get, I get what you're talking yeah. about. But uh, It was a nice, pleasant way of being xenophobic. Yeah, well, it's... But they are, I mean, they are uh, buying my books. They, they are buying your books like crack. Yeah. They're paying your rent, honey. And I also found uh, foreigners are recognizing my face. And I don't understand why, because my face isn't on the books. They come to me over at the coffee places and say, hey, would you sign my book? And I said, hey, I'm, but not, we have... I'm not famous in your country. No, but we have foreigners coming to the shows. Yeah. We get a lot of foreigners. Yeah. So maybe they've seen the show and then bought your book. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But yeah, I, I love them for uh, for paying my bills. But uh, uh, but it's uh, it was an ironic thing that happened recently is when uh, a tourist a tourist blogged and whenever somebody mentions us in another we, media, Icelanders prick their ears up. Yep. What? And then they make a news item out of it. And what did the tourist blog? There was like a tourist blogger who uh, came here, a travel blogger, mm-hmm. who says, Oh, don't come to Iceland. It's oh, Reykjavik is overrated. It's filled with tourists. Yeah. And I'm, hmm, you see the, you see yeah, it's a, that's a, the ir- irony here, right? That's the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> mm-hmm. there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Too many tourists, said the tourists. Said the tourists. So that's Gluckaveder. That's Gluckaveder. And you, can I just point out, I read the entire story about this, this, um, actually, he wasn't a French dude who died. So a French hitchhike, a French hiker in a very remote part of Iceland where there was, so tourists take heed of this, mm. where there was no phone reception, found a dead body mm. of a guy who had been there for days. Then, not only did he have the shock of, oh my God, a dead body, he had to walk another three hours to tell someone that there was a dead body. Yeah. Then in the article, they said that it took like four rescue officers, two police, and the original hiker mm-hmm. 
five hours to get the body back to Husevich. Yeah. So not only did he find this body, they expected him to help them pick it up yeah. and take it back to... So don't go hiking. Just look at it the photos. A, it is a bad idea. Yeah. That is a big day. It's true. And I bet he didn't feel closer to nature then, did he? No, he felt closer to that. Yes. Yeah. He's like, that could have been me. Thank God I was the <laughs> one who found it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we both come from islands that kill people. Yours does it in weird ways. Yeah, we do, we do it like more slowly and less aggressively. Like yours is, your my island is like, oh my God, a snake bite 30 seconds later, you're dead. Your island is... Oh no, you broke your ankle, but you just so happened to do it in a place where nobody is going to find you for 14 weeks. Yeah, what, what, which is worse, do you think? I think that, I think Iceland is worse. Yeah. Can you imagine, I mean, like, with dying, a... Or, 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 you can also die of thirst, like, in a desert of Australia. Yeah, which lots is, of people do. Yeah, which is worse, dying of cold <clears> or <throat> thirst? I think thirst would be more painful. Yes. Actually, I know that thirst is more painful. But you do, yes, you do you have the animals who can like, like finish you off. No, but if you die of hypothermia, you just go to sleep. If you die of thirst, it is an excruciating death. Ugh. Like everything's, your organs start to fail slowly. So, Ugh. and you have like a mind numbing headache and yeah, it is terrible. Dehydration is an awful thing. And on that note, it's time, time for, for the Ants of Agony. Has anyone sent you any questions this week? Uh, no. You they haven't? The, the, they, people are uh, la- more comfortable with being sincere to you. Well, I, I only had one question. And it's not, it's not a funny one. No. It, it came from an anonymous person who would love advice on getting into creative work. Right, right. So advice on getting uh, in getting paid to be creative. Mm. Do you have advice to give to people as someone who is paid? Well, you are almost exclusively paid from your creative work. Yes, and it's taken you. I think it's worth pointing out. Just I'm not not almost. I am just exclusively. You are. I think all my income comes from what I create. And but you, I think it's also worth pointing out. It's taken you a long time to get there. Yes, that's the. I think that's the trick. That's the advice I've given before. You just have to work on it and work and work and work and work and work. And, and that's the thing. And, and then slowly you will be able to just put uh, turn your day job into a part time job, and then suddenly into a non job, and yeah, then you're, you're just doing because then then your creative art will be your full time. Did job. you ever have part time jobs? Yes. What did you do? I I took care of autistic children. Uh Uh, Aha. That's the one skill. I I can kind of connect with uh, autistic teenagers and and kids. Yeah. um, For some reason. And that's the one thing thing I have. So if suddenly uh, people get sick of my cartoons and Mm -hmm. other stuff I do, I will have that to fall back on. You're a good carer. Yeah, because there's always a room for a male, a man, because it's... It's It's a female-dominated industry. It's a female-dominated industry. Did you know I used to do the same job? Yeah? That doesn't surprise me. I I think a lot of creative people go into that because... We're good communicators. I guess. Are we? Am I? I don't know. I... I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I remember when I, first time I was taking care of, uh, like, they were like uh, six to uh, ten year olds. Yeah. 
and uh, I had no idea what who I was were doing. obviously vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's how it happens. It's according to Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, I like after two weeks, I was thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there, hanging around with them, hang, handing them things, and giving them gold stars if yeah. they don't fuck up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the the boss came to me. She said. Wow, you're doing a fantastic job. We're all really happy. Have you done this before? And I said, no, no. no. I had this one autistic cousin and that's it. But yeah, that's... that's uh, so, so if you're going to work on it, if yeah. you have something, uh, there is no... It's not going to happen sudden, all of a sudden. Mm. Uh, people come to me with the... People often send me stuff and ask me if I could take this to my publisher... And that's just like throwing your stuff into a like a hole where nobody will taking find it. Taking it to yeah, taking it to a publisher. So you didn't do that at first, did you? No, I actually somebody I, just somebody pointed out to me. No, uh, I like a a, a rewarded uh, author here yeah. in Iceland, Sean. We were working on this one project together. We were mm-hmm. maybe gonna do a, a comic book together. Mm-hmm. And we were just working on the idea. It never went anywhere. But uh, I asked him, so maybe who, who do you think would want to publish this? And he said, what? Nobody. Nobody's going to publish this. Mm. I'm like, what? No, no, not. No, they don't do comic books here and uh, they don't understand it. And why should they? Don't, they don't take risks like that. So then when I went my way and just yeah. did my own stuff, which was the, the <clears> cartoons, <throat> I didn't even take it to a publisher. I just, no. okay, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna disappoint myself by waiting for a yes from a producer. Exactly. You just you, so this, the the trick is, or it is the best way is just to start and put it out there. Yeah. Put it cheaply out there. Yeah. And if it's good, people will find it. And consistency is key. Consistency is key. So don't do More. one and then wait four weeks and yeah. then do another. Have it. Yeah. Have a plan. Don't expect your first thing to be a hit. Nope. And also realize uh, 10 years after you do your first thing, you're probably going to find it to be crap. Yeah. Uh, so you should just keep on working and working and working and working. And if in a decade nothing is happening, that probably means that what you're doing is not good. And you need to change it or find something different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it, this consistency and hard work is the key. And uh, I often feel like I am a lazy person. Mm, I don't pro- think you really are. I am a procrastinator. I have this constant feel that I'm not working on the things I should be working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem is that I'm working on too many things. Yeah. And uh, I am and not, then as soon as I'm you actually not one, lazy. But, but as soon as you finish one, you fill it with another. Yeah. But the, but actually the fact that I feel lazy and, pro- and guilty and pro- uh, pro- procrastinating all the time is actually a drive it's similar like, mm. like we said you should you should <laughs> feeling inadequate can help you because it pushes you further to try to be adequate. and I, th- I think it's worth pointing out because you know you have you you exclusively make your money from your creative endeavors and you've always got a lot going on and i think a lot of people who who see you know we've talked about the the public perception of who is who live versus who you really are and mm-hmm. how even through this podcast people have gone oh he's so much nicer than i thought he would be um right. I, th- I think as well people 
they they might see you as this guy who has a funny article here, does a cartoon here, um, and then they might see you at like a, a, a comic book store or a geek movie premiere, and they just get this idea of, oh, he does these things. How does... You know, he's, he must be so fucking lucky. That's all he has to do. What yeah, they don't who, who see. Who does he know? Who does he know? Who yeah. did he blow? Um, and the what I think is interesting that they don't see, and that's what I've gotten to see from you, is that you are always, like, you know, you, you, you might be able to stop at a cafe and catch up, but you've always got your laptop with you. Yeah, I'm just You're constantly always doing. doing, and as soon as you finish your work on the, on the animated show, you're going home to draw until two o'clock in the morning, the calendar that that has to be done by mm-hmm. tomorrow right there's so you you do work ridiculously hard i do yeah. i feel i feel exhausted <clears throat> all the time because mm-hmm. i've uh, there's like stress and anxiety that's driving me on mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh, just work ha- very hard work on weekends um have it affect your family and social life so people 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 will, don't will, want to will, talk to you anymore yeah, they because you're always busy you. yeah. yeah they will think I hear you they will think you're in a bad mood all the time but all you are is just worried yeah yeah so it's just kind <laughs> of high five you right now you should just kind of ruin your life <laughs> yeah if you really want yeah. to be successful as a creative i think it's also worth pointing out that in some ways one of the sacrifices you make by doing that is that you will affect your relationships with people mm-hmm, yeah. because you're going to have to work ridiculously hard and you're not going to have the same amount of time yeah. to socialize or go away for trips and weekends with people. Probably depends on what you're doing, but if you're doing in most creative arts, you have to do more work than usually to get some sort of profit yeah, from it. So, exactly. Uh, a friend of mine who is an actress and, um, she, uh, you know, she has acted in commercials, which mm-hmm. the, where the actor money is. Um, she said, "How c- you're always you're always doing stuff. You're always putting out books. You're always doing comedy. How come you're always broke? Because she feels like I'm always broke. Yeah. At, at, I'm now most of the time I'm not broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in a better place. So I'm slowly. But it's taken a long time. Yeah, to get and there. maybe in five years I will get comfortable. Yeah. And then maybe in fifteen years I'll be rich." Maybe is hoping. Yeah, rich, uh, rich, and on my standards. Yeah, uh, and then well, by the time we get sponsors for our podcast, yes, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, so it, if you're gonna get rich from books, you have to be Dan Brown. Yeah. If you're gonna be getting rich from comedy, Fifty Shades of Grey, bitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be rich from comedy, you have to be Chris Rock or or the one guy with the puppet. <laughs> 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 I love, I love that you can't remember his name. <laughs> the Chris Rock or the guy with the puppet. The guy with the puppet. Who's that douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Oh, that guy with the fucking puppet. Yeah. Strassman. And, and, and yeah. And so also you have to love what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's true. But yeah, if you want work as a creative, just... I think, yeah, know that it's going to be hard work, but you're also going to have to do work you don't want to do. Yeah, lots of it. And that's the thing is oh. like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, I do all right from my comedy, yeah. but I still have shifts in bars. Yeah. You know, and I, I have my film work as well. And you also have to do creative work yeah. because people know you're, you're creative. You have to do creative work, which you don't want to do. Mm. But you will get those jobs when you get some sort of success in your career. So when I did my first cartoons... I started to get like uh, 
cartoon gigs other could you make a joke about our political party oh my god yeah election is coming up Uh oh that means i will be getting messages from all parties except framsoknaflokkurinn because that happens around election because for some reason all parties think i'm on their side except for framsoknaflokkurinn which is the current government so does that mean that you have to um kind of uh in order to get paid gigs, you have to not show allegiance with one particular party. Yeah, well, that's I I I had during the last hats. election, you were wearing hats. That's uh, that's just the president thing, and that's okay. because one of them, well, the president, the one of them was an artist, and I supported the artist. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like our president who got elected anyway, so that's why I supported him because it looked like there was going to be another one who I didn't mind becoming a president. Mm-hmm. All I wanted was I didn't want to have the current one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't want to have David Otson. So, yeah, it was another thing because I, for me, a president isn't really politics. It's just a cheerleader for the nation. It's like a fake king. Yeah, it's a fake king. It's a, it's a, it's our, it's yeah, it's our front. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, your figurehead. Yeah, the so, one you're gonna blame everything on when it all goes to shit, oh, and then he'll say, head. and then he'll say, no, it's the prime minister's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, doesn't he? He only shakes hands with other politicians and plants trees and stuff. Oh, how nice! Yeah, sounds like a great gig. Sweet. Or very, very boring. But do you think? Do you think we've answered that question well enough? I guess so. I think we went, we went all over the place, but uh, essentially, the the uh, it's hard work mm. uh, and. I think if you're just starting Love. out, it's good to have like a 10-year plan. Yeah, 10-year plan. Just know that you're Patience. not going to get there. You, Patience. And persistence. Patience, Because persistence. it's, a, it's a, 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 a game of numbers, you know. If you just persist, other people will die. Yeah. <laughs> if you stick around long enough, yeah. your competition will probably die. That's true. And yeah. then you will you step in and out. usurp their yeah. position. Uh, exactly. So I just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just kill them. That will make it faster. Kill or upskill. Yeah. You know, there's no reason why we couldn't be learning ventriloquism to be like that guy with the puppet. That guy with the puppet. You know, I mean, we can't become black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the reason Chris Rock is such a success story. <laughs> oh my God. If not... <laughs> It's not, but I don't think some of his jokes would come well from our voices. <clears throat> yes, yes. Well, that's <clears throat> yeah, that's a whole other thing. It is a whole other thing. Yes, but all right. So I guess ventriloquism gonna... is the way to go. Yeah. Is it? Yep, ventriloquism. That's ventriloquism. <laughs> Just look out, Nina Conti. Um, what an unfortunate surname. I don't know who that is. She's the she's the lady with the puppet. Oh, she's the one I saw on the British Apollo. Yeah, she's British. Oh, yeah. she's pretty cool. She is pretty cool. Yeah. She's and she's. I think she's the new wave of because yeah. that other guy with the puppet. He's like you know the old, old hammy kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it can be kind of offensive, I guess. So, uh, and yeah. uh, like uh, low. let's, let's not shit on other comedians. We all know what happened to Sarah Garrastotter. <laughs> she lost everything. <laughs> she has no career now because she said because things she... out loud with her mouth. And Lati, Lati disagreed, didn't he? I have no idea what Lati Well, in all the, in all the, the news stories, they had a picture of her saying, and he just looked very cross in the background. Yeah, well, it was just... That's editing for you. That's editing. I mean, he, he might have not been listening. He might have not even cared. He is a cool guy. I did a, I did a children's song with him once. Oh. Yeah. That sounds nice. So, I love all comedians in I love, Iceland. I love yes. all of them as well. 
Every single one. The the whole United Color. Anyway, I think that's probably... Do you do you have anything meaningful this week? Or yes, you? I do. Oh, you do? Yes, okay. finally, I have something meaningful. Wow, because I've been leading this segment for ages, mm-hmm. so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm quivering with anticipation. Have you ever thought of what it would be like if it would be, if when you fart, there would be a burping sound, and then when you burp, there's a farting sound? <laughs> this is your something meaningful? Yes. No, I've never thought about it. Well, it's, I was just it kidding. Now. It's not my meaningful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, uh, yesterday. I got an update on my Facebook mm-hmm. where there was a picture, a screenshot from the movie Enemy Mine, and I saw it was one of those things that Facebook does. It's like seven years ago. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And I was, uh, first I was wow, I've been more than seven years on Facebook. And then I was thinking, wait, this is, I remember posting this picture. It was my first, I, my first uh, movie I watched in my apartment. Uh-huh. And I realized I had lived in my apartment for seven years. Wow. And for the, when people ask me, I always say, oh, five years, I think, maybe six, but it's seven years. So I've been living in my apartment for seven years. Mm-hmm. Enemy Mine is a great movie also. You should mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, a f- friendship forged between a human and an asexual alien who gives birth and dies. Uh, anyway. <laughs> that plot line is both intriguing and confusing. Yes, it is. It's Louis Gossett Jr. and uh, Dennis Quaid in a wonderful uh, late 80s uh, sci-fi movie. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, so in seven years, first of all, I got, started wondering how time passes. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel uncomfortable if I'm stuck in the same place for a long time. Mm. But I've had some fun years and colorful years. In that apartment. And I've had uh, two girlfriends have lived with me in that apartment. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of parties. I have had a lot of drama. I have laughed and I have cried in various places in those that apartment. I have had sex in uh, all of the rooms. Of course you would if you hadn't done that in seven years. If you had left a room out. In, I, hadn't, I haven't done it in a laundry room. But that's downstairs and you have to walk through a hallway. Mm. A common hallway. Mm, mm. Uh, but um, <clears throat> I, I think the room that I've done it the least time in is the library. Uh, which is the room with the books, which uh, people rarely go into because it's filled with work, and I don't want to know. The library is when you first walk through the door. It's on your right. Library is when I, it's uh, you know where uh, my drawing table is. Is that the library? That's 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 all where all the books are. The I'm... comic books. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are books too, Jonathan. Even if they have pictures. In, in my them. mind, I listed them in the same category as DVDs. Because there's DVDs everywhere at your place as well. The DVDs are in the living room. But uh-huh. the first room you actually see kind of is the bedroom. And the, that, yeah. floor, that, that door is uh, always <clears throat> closed. Mm-hmm. So people don't see uh, how, how filthily I sleep. Please don't tell anyone how I live. But the thing is, um, I've never felt completely moved in. You always feel like you're about to leave. No, I always feel like I've yet to have get everything organized so it's completed as a living space. There's always just uh, stuff 
I'm, I'm very I'm not a very tidy person that's mm. mainly because I'm constantly working yeah. and when I'm not working I'm sick so that is but here's the thing right if I were to give you serve you some realness right now please I need some when you're not working you're sick my response to you would be you're not sick with leukemia no you're not sick to the point where you can't get out of bed I mean... You can perform with a sore throat. I'm sure you can clean with a stuffy nose. Yeah, but uh, I I get the one... I get those man colds, you know, uh-huh. where I just lie on the sofa mm. and just I'm moan. hearing that you've tried nothing and you're all out of ideas. Mm. Mm. Sometimes I just need to lie down and, uh, <laughs> and uh, getting this uh, bullshit from you is not helpful. <laughs> No, you can lie down. I understand though, because I did it as well. Yeah. I did it when I was um. And also, I'm I I'm I have too much stuff. Yeah. Is it bordering on hoarding? I think it's uh, I think it's borderline hoarding. But yeah. But I'm working on it. I'm Do you know my advice is throwing away stuff all the time. Yeah, but I I would I would find someone who's willing to be cutthroat with you. Right. Someone I'm very good at it. Someone mm-hmm. who will just go. What's like picked something up and go? What is this? Oh, I was given it at in in 1982 by this man at a train station. Have you looked at it before now in the last six months? No, it's getting thrown out. Yeah, cool. That's a good. Maybe you could be that person. I would totally do that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, because you are, uh, you are a cutthroat. I am. I am. A, I'm the bitch. Yes, you are the bitch. Uh, but uh, I had to learn to do this myself. Yeah. Because I I moved seven times in nine years with my ex husband. Mm-hmm. And in the final house that we were in together, like which we bought at auction and it was a beautiful home, we had been there for almost a year and there were still boxes. And there were still boxes that we never unpacked from the first time we moved mm. uh, nine years beforehand. Right. And and there was there was just this time where I was where you're at now, where I was like, we have had this home structure right. for so long. That we move in, I know where everything is, but I've got all this shit, and I don't have a huge house to put it in. And there's there's only so many storage solutions you can get at Ikea. Yeah. Um, and then I just decided one day I had like three or four days off. I just went, I'm just going to get rid of stuff. Hey, you come to my place. You yeah. help me get rid of the shit. You help me carry from actually a storage. Uh, I have the running board. What's mm. your name for it? A treadmill. 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 Yeah. Carry it inside my library. Yeah. So I will also do some, I can read, run while I read. And this is where the memory card stopped. And uh, we already said everything. So bye.
finnum fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.